Hey everyone, this is Tiffany from TiffanyLambert.com. Welcome to today's Boot Kick, which is a Q&A about niches and business models. Yes, I say niche. I'm from Texas, so we don't say niche in my part of the woods here. Okay, so first of all, what are they? A niche is a topic like dieting or pets or relationships or success, something like that. A business model, on the other hand, is your strategy for profiting from that topic. So, for instance, you might choose affiliate marketing, and that in affiliate marketing, you can have digital and tangible affiliate marketing. Or you may choose info product creation, which could be a an ebook or it could be a membership. Or you can choose coaching, one-on-one coaching and things like that. So which do you choose first? This is kind of a chicken and egg scenario, but for me, I, I like to choose my niche first. I look at that niche, um, see if it sounds interesting, and then I choose possible business models. But some people do it backwards and they say, hey, I want to do affiliate marketing, so what's a good niche for that? And to be honest with you, both are the right way and you can mix it up. Sometimes I'll see a business model and I'll say, you know, that looks really cool. What would I like to do for that? Um, for instance, if I did Kindle or whatever, that looks like a neat thing. What would I like to do um, niche-wise? Um, can you be in more than one niche? Yes, you can. But I want to warn you not to continue flitting around going from niche to niche if you're not making money. I see this a lot. Um, people will choose. You know, I have some people who just are, uh, I don't even know what the word is to describe them, but they are constantly emailing me about all the different niches that they're trying to get in. They never follow through and they never succeed. So if you keep choosing a niche, and you spend a week or two in it, and and then you quit and look for another one, then it's you that's the problem. It's not the niche. Everything that you do in this business requires dedication and follow-through. There's one exception, though. If you don't enjoy it, I advise you to get out. That's when it's okay to quit, in in my view. So let me give you an example. Several years ago, I saw this little blurb in People magazine, and it was about uh, green, eco-friendly casket pods or something like that. And these things were were on Amazon at the time. And I was like, oh, how neat. And I'm thinking, People magazine even covered it, so it's going to be very popular. And how many people are going to do caskets as a niche? So I got got into it, started a site, started a blog. That was the most depressing niche I think I've ever been in. And I was like, oh, gosh, I couldn't stand blogging about it. Death every day. It was awful. And even in uh, Inc. Magazine, they have an article titled, Entrepreneurs Find a Growing Business in Eco-Friendly Burials. So it, it's a it's a good niche, but I don't want to be in it. And you can even order a casket off Amazon. You know, they sell them there. But it's not my cup of tea. So can a niche have more than one business model? Yes, for sure. Let's go over a couple of examples. If you take pets, okay, people like to buy info products on that. Like they'll buy how to train my dog. But they also buy actual tangible dog training gear, okay, like collars or treats or books to learn more and stuff. Uh, Weight loss is another good example. People will buy courses online for how to succeed at a certain weight loss plan like the paleo diet or intuitive eating or um, Whole30 or whatever. And they also buy fitness gear or blenders, for example, lots of cookware, maybe even some workout clothes, uh, tennis shoes, stuff like that. And they also pay for personal coaching. Um, In fact, I'm doing that right now. I'm not coaching people, obviously, because I'm overweight, but I am hiring someone she lives in Washington and she teaches intuitive eating because my local coach moved. And so 
uh, somebody told me about this lady, and I do virtual coaching. I had my first one the other day. It was $150 paid for it, and we get on Skype, and we did like a uh, the first thing was, I think, 75 minutes or 85 minutes, something like that. And we just talked, and um, I'm going to be doing that with her every other week for now. We may do more frequently at some point or less frequently. I don't know. But people will pay for coaching. Um, people people will always tell you, too, that you, you need to become a leader in your niche. But what if you don't want to? Or what if you want to be in multiple niches? How do you do that? You can create a brand, if you don't want to use your name, like Lynn Terry, for instance, uh, does Lynn Terry for her uh, internet marketing, but she's also low carb traveler in the low carb niche. But she goes by her name in that it's just that she's in multiple niches. So if you think about it, you're human, right? You have multiple interests. You may battle your weight, you or you may have succeeded in that. You might have a pet. You might be an entrepreneur. You might have experience in a good relationship. You might do a great job with your anti-aging skincare routine. You might play golf. You can be in all of those niches. So you have to quit pigeonholing yourself and worrying that someone's going to see you in more than one niche because you're a human. You, you're a multifaceted human, okay? It's okay to do that. So how do you decide which business model to pursue once you do find a niche that you want to be in? The first thing that I do is I brainstorm all profit opportunities. So for example, let's take weight loss. I might write down ebooks uh, or info products, okay, like membership or whatever, Kindle Publishing, uh, affiliate marketing of digital programs, affiliate marketing of tangible items, and personal coaching. So they, those may be the five that come to mind when I brainstorm those. The second thing that I do is I decide which which ones sound like something that best fit my skill set. So can you write well, for instance? Then the first four items might fit. It doesn't include personal coaching for writing, but um, are you too shy to interact with people one-on-one? Then nix the coaching, right? I would go ahead and cross that off. Uh, do you feel more comfortable writing a blog post or could you write an entire book? That w- that might make a decision of whether or not I choose affiliate marketing or uh, info product creation. The last thing that I do is I research the profit potential. So first thing to know about that is forget about the competition. And this is a hard thing, a hard pill to swallow because so many marketers teach you that you have to get out there and look at your competition in the keyword tool. I specifically use a keyword tool called Word Recon that does not even give me any numbers. I don't care about that. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care how many people are searching or who's paying for what ads. It means nothing to me. What I want to know is how do humans think about this niche? What words are they typing in that help them find information? Usually I love long tail keyword phrases. Um, so forget about the competition. Um, I want to then compare earning potential. So a $1.99 Kindle ebook, for instance, pays 30%. And that's not going to net you as much profit as a blog post that you write, maybe for a $47 ClickBank program where you get 50% of the sale. So then you ask yourself, you know, would I rather write a 100-page Kindle book and only earn $0.59 cents per sale? Or do I want to write 100 blog posts and really beef up this nice blog and earn $23.50 per sale? So maybe you start working on, um, like, if you if you look at those other business models, you start saying, profit potential-wise, coaching is going to pay me a lot. 
but you know, you lack confidence. So you maybe start working on your confidence because you realize that for 30 minutes of your time, you could hop on a Skype call with a client and earn $197. But the only problem with that is it's not residual income. Residual income is going to pay you over and over again. I have many affiliate sites where I've set up blogs and I don't even touch them. I haven't touched them in years and they make money. Okay, so that's residual income. That's good. With something like coaching, you're getting paid each time you work. It's almost like a service provider for ghostwriting in a way, but you're you're talking to people. So if you want that, you know, if you quit, if you do, if you're sick one week, let's say, or you want to take a month-long vacation and you're not coaching people, you don't have money coming in. So you would need something else to go along with that. Now that's when it would be good to have coaching as an upsell. You know, your lower level things are your blog with affiliate marketing, your info products, which is where a good part of your income could come from, uh, your memberships and your ebooks and things, and then an upsell for your um, coaching program. So when a business model looks weak income-wise, like Kindle, for instance, ask yourself if, there, if there's another role that it might be able to play. Um, you know, for example, you may use a Kindle book for branding, and inside that you have a link to your website. And when they go to your website, they see those 100 blog posts that you have promoting the $47 ClickBank product. But it's filled with value. You know, you can fill your blog with value. Not, I'm not talking about spammy affiliate posts. I'm talking about really good value posts where you make a recommendation, just like your Kindle ebook would, be, would show a lot of value. So to me, when you talk about niches and business models, the key to success is twofold. Number one, Pick a niche that you feel comfortable writing about and pretty much enjoy that you can write about for a long time. And number two, brainstorm and pursue as many options for profiting off that niche as you feel you can. And that's because you never know what's going to hit for you. You may have people who love your info products, but they can't stand your coaching. Or, you know, they they really like um, what you have to say about someone else's program. They really like your recommendations. They trust you or something. So that's what I think about um, business models and niches. And we're going to get into uh, some maybe some affiliate marketing on the next episode and specifically talk about that. If y'all want to, you can submit questions to me and I will answer those for you as well in the podcast. Thanks.